When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Put the key in the car, turn the ignition, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Soul Twin Audios. Stories created solely with the vintage soul in mind. modern-day era driving you up a wall? Time travel not likely in your future? Then follow me for a healthy offering of yesteryear with old-time radio theater, your remedy for unwanted 21st century pains. The following program was produced and directed by Rachel Pulliam, originally for Dream Realm Enterprises under the title Showcase Classics. Well, now the, the players are on the stage and our, our, our drama is about to start, uh, get under, uh, begin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we raise the curtain on Act One of Wuthering Heights, starring uh, Alexa, Ch Alexa Chipman as Kathy, Carl Werner as, as Heathcliff. Hey, isn't he the cat in the comic strips? Uh, no, the other one, not Garfield. Uh, oh, and Mindy Raskinen as, 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 as Isabella. Uh, does Isabella send Columbus to the New World? I, I should be quiet now? Okay. Uh, am I getting paid for this? I didn't think so. Desolate and lonely are the rolling moorlands of England, where in the winter night the snowdrifts stand like giant specters in the teeth of screaming gales. Over 200 years ago, a stranger lost his way on such a night. Freezing, blinded, and stumbling, he saw at last the fitful lights of an old manor house, aged and crumbling on the hillside. He knocked desperately at the door. It was opened by a doddering old butler who stood staring at him. Then, without a word, he led the stranger into the musty living room where in the dim candlelight a man and two women sat without moving. He appeared tall and a scowling expression formed on his lips. 
His face bore the stamp of great bitterness. At his feet, a great dog growled ominously. At last, the man turned and spoke. Who are you? And what do you want? My name's Lockwood. I've lost my way on the moors. Down, Wolf, down! Strangers have no business on the moors at this time of the year. And no business here at any time. But I couldn't find the village. A man could die out there on a night like this. I'm afraid I shall have to presume on your hospitality until morning. Do as you please. I beg your pardon? I don't keep accommodations for visitors. You'll have to share a room with one of the servants. Heathcliff, you can't. He's our guest. Hmm? And suppose you attend to his comfort. Ellen, show the gentleman to the guest room, please. The guest room, mistress? Yes, there's no other place. Yes, mistress. This way, sir. If you'll hold the lamp, sir, while I unlock the door. Of course. Mind you don't stumble on the carpet. It's about falling to pieces, I'm afraid. You call this the guest chamber? It was once. It's a trifle depressing. May I light a fire? No fire will burn in that grate, sir. The chimney's been clogged for years. Hmm. Must have been a fine old house once. What's it called? This is Wuthering Heights, sir. And the tall chap downstairs with the piercing eyes? That'll be Master Heathcliff, sir. And the once lovely lady who looks at him with fear? That's his wife, sir. Mistress Isabella. Well, uh, good night, sir. If you want anything, there's the bell rope. My name is Ellen. Thank you, Ellen. Good night. Good Lord! The window! The catch broke in the wind. Stand back. I'll close it. Let me in. Let me in. I'm lost on the moor. Listen. I heard a voice. Let me in. I'm lost on the moor. Heathcliff. Heathcliff. Oh, good heavens, a hand, a cold hand, grabbed my wrist. A hand? Didn't you hear the voice? A woman crying, she's lost on the moor. What's going on in here? A voice, out there, a woman crying that she's lost. Then she's come. She's come again at last. Kathy, wait for me. Wait for me. No, he's not going out there in that storm. I'm coming. I'm coming, Kathy. This is insane. Come back. Close the window, sir. But that man out there, he... Close the window, sir. Am I 
mad? Why did he go out there? What was that voice? You heard him call her name. It was Kathy. Kathy? Who's she? Kathy is a girl who died. I don't believe in ghosts, if that's what you mean. I don't believe in phantoms sobbing in the night. You don't believe? Perhaps if I told you her story, you'd change your mind about the dead returning. Tell me her story. It all began the time I came to Wuthering Heights as a servant. That was 50 years ago, in 1790. The place was different then, a sweet, well-kept estate. Mr. Earnshaw was master, a fine man who dearly loved his two children, Kathy and Hindley. One day, Mr. Earnshaw returned from Liverpool with a foundling boy he had picked up dark, savage-looking gypsy lad, with the most dreadful marks of beatings on his back. Mr. Earnshaw called for me the moment he arrived. Give him a good scrubbing, Ellen, and put some of Hindley's clothes on him. Yes, sir. Come with me, lad. Don't touch me. Leave me alone. Goodness. Now, son, Ellen won't hurt you. You're safe here. No one will ever beat you again. And you'll always have plenty to eat. (laughs) Well, Hindley? Well, Cathy? Papa, who is that boy? Yes, who is he, Father? Children, this little guest will pay us a visit for a time, as long as he wants a home here. He's dirty. Look at him. Kathy, don't make me ashamed of you. Hindley, he will sleep in your room. In my room? I won't let him. He's a dirty gypsy. That'll do, Hindley. You must learn to share things. Take charge of the lad, Ellen. And what'll his name be, Mr. Earnshaw? His name? Why? I think we'll call him Heathcliff. Yes, sir. Come, Heathcliff. That dark brooding boy brought a subtle change to life at Wuthering Heights. The three children seemed to play together well enough, going scamping up over the moors on their ponies and climbing the crags together, but neither Kathy nor Hindley were open and frank anymore. And one day, the children fought. Your father gave me this pony. It's mine. Give me that pony. Do you hear? Or I'll tell father how you boasted that you turned us out when you died. That's a lie. I never said it. Of course he didn't. He did. 
He worms his way into everything Father does for us. He'll cheat us out of everything. You never had a father, you gypsy beggar, and you'll never get mine. Hilly, don't hit him! No, don't! Don't! Heathcliff, look out! Here's a stone! There, fancy that'll teach you. Heathcliff, are you hurt? He... he hit me with that stone. Please, Heathcliff, don't look like that. Why don't you ever cry when you're hurt, like other people? Why should I cry? I'll pay him back some day. I don't care how long I wait, I'll pay him back. Heathcliff, don't say those things. Come, Heathcliff. Now Hindley's gone, we can have our game at the castle again. I don't feel like playing at the castle. Please, you always smile and laugh when we're there. Come on, Heathcliff, we'll play our game. Don't found so, Heathcliff. Sit here beside me on the stone, and we'll look out over the moors. This is our castle. Castle? It's Peniston Crag, and you know it. It's not either. This is your castle, and your prince in disguise. Tell me about it again. It's all true. Cross my heart. Your father was... was Emperor of China. And your mother, a queen of India. You were kidnapped by wicked sailors and brought to England. Don't make fun of me, Cathy. I'm not making fun of you. You're a really and truly prince. And I'm your slave. You're not my slave. You're my queen, Cathy. And you'll always be my queen. Nobody else will make you his queen. You hear? Yes, Heathcliff. Your queen. And that's the way they grew up. Wild and free, roaming the moors together. But Hindley grew more and more jealous. Cathy was 18 and Hindley past 21 when Mr. Earnshaw died. Good man. He never saw the evil of life, and had raised Heathcliff like his own son. But on the very day of his funeral... You're not going into that room to look at my father's body. Why? He loved me more than he did you. He's past your wheedling now. I'm master of Wuthering Heights. If you want to stay here, we've need for a stable boy. A... a stable boy? That, or get out. And that's what he became. Heathcliff, 
who had lived under this roof as one of the family, was a stable boy. Well, give me a hand up to my saddle. Very well. Sir, you gypsy beggar. How many times must I tell you? Sir. Hmm, that's better. By the time I come back in the morning, I want these stables scrubbed. Scrubbed, do you understand? And if they're not, I'll thrash you till my arms are off. Yes, Cathy? Heathcliff, I heard him. How much longer are you going to stand for this? I don't know what you mean. Oh, look at you. Dirty and unkempt and in rags. Why aren't you a man? Why don't you run away? Run away? What, from you? You could come back rich and take me away. Why aren't you a prince? Like we said long ago. Why can't you rescue me, Heathcliff? Cathy. Cathy, come away with me now. Now? Where? Oh, anywhere. You mean leave as we are? Live in haystacks? Steal our food? Oh no, Heathcliff, that isn't what I want. No. You just want me to go off, alone. Well, it won't do. I've stayed here since your father died. Been beaten and cursed like a dog. Abused and driven mad. Just because I could be near you. And like a dog, I'll stay to the end. To the end! Yet Heathcliff did run away. The curses and insults were too much, even for his great love. And he disappeared. Cathy found a new world in her first introduction at Linton Manor, with Edgar Linton and his sister Isabella, both Cathy's age. Music and laughter were there, shining eyes and dancing, and it was her escape from Wuthering Heights. Edgar Linton fell madly in love with Cathy. They were constantly together. Then, one evening, Edgar brought Cathy home in the pony cart. As quickly as I could, I tried to warn her. My hand down from the cart, Miss Cathy. Thank you, Edgar. Oh, Ellen, we had the most marvellous time. Judge Linton had guests from Liverpool. Cathy, come here. Excuse me, Edgar. Certainly. Something wrong, Ellen? Heathcliff's back. Heathcliff. When did he come? Last night. He talked so strange. He... Here he is now. Hello, Cathy. Heathcliff. You said you'd stay away until... Why were you gone so long? I didn't expect to find you here. 
Why were you gone so long? Because I've met the Lintons. Because I was at their house. Because I've learned to dance and had a wonderful, delightful, fascinating time. Are you the stable boy? Would you mind putting my horse up for an hour? Yes. And you might want to wash your hands and comb your hair, Heathcliff, so I needn't be ashamed of you before a guest. Owen, look after Mr. Linton's horse, please. Let him look after his own horse. <laughs> Pleasant fellow. How can your brother allow such a beast of a gypsy stable boy to act like this? Beast of a gypsy stable boy? Of course. A roadside beggar, giving himself airs of equality. What do you know about Heathcliff? Judging from this performance, all I need to know. He was my friend. Long before you. That blackguard. Blackguard and all. He belongs under our roof, and you'll speak well of him or get out. Cathy, are you out of your senses? Get out, I said. Or stop calling those I love names. Those you love? That stable boy? Yes. Cathy, do you realize what you're saying? I'm saying... I hate you. I hate the look of that milk-white face. I hate the touch of your soft, foolish hands. Some of that gypsy's evil soul has got into you, I think. Oh, yes. Some of that beggar's dirt is on you. Yes. No. No, get out. Get out. Get out! Kathy, Kathy, please. Come back. Kathy! Oh, Ellen, where is he? Where's Heathcliff? Tell me. He's across the moors, towards Peniston Crag. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, you've forgiven me. Oh, say you've forgiven me. It wasn't your heart that spoke, Cathy. No, my darling, because my heart is yours. Cathy. The clouds are lowering over... Yes. Oh, see how the light is changing. Oh, Cathy, you're such a part of all this. Perhaps we belong to the moors. You and I. Oh, Heathcliff. Make the world stop right here. Make everything stop and stand still. And never move again. The moors never change. You and I never change. The moors and I will never change. Don't you, Cathy? I can't. No matter what I say or do, this is I. Forever. Kathy. Oh, smell the heather, Heathcliff. Fill my arms with heather, all they can hold. Kathy, you're not thinking of that other world now? Oh, don't talk, darling. Don't talk. All this might disappear.
Ellen, hurry, please. My hair's not nearly done yet. What's the matter? Supposing you're not ready when young Mr. Linton gets here. Hmm. Any young man who'll come snivelling back after the way you treated him. But I sent my apologies to him, didn't I? Of course he'll come. Kathy, I can't believe this change in you. Just yesterday, it seems you were just a stupid harem-scarum child with dirty hands and a willful heart. That's my other nature, Ellen. I still have it. It used to fly around wild, but now I can coax it into a cage whenever I want to. Heathcliff, since when are you in the habit of entering my room? I want to talk to you. Get out, Ellen. I will not. I take orders from- Get out! Well, now that we're so happily alone, may I know to what I owe this great honour? He's coming here again. Who? You know who I mean. That stupid fop Linton. You're unbearable. Utterly unbearable. Why are you dressed in silk? Because gentlefolk dress for dinner. And why are you trying to win his puling flatteries? I am not a child anymore. You can't talk to me that way. I'm not talking to a child. I'm talking to Cathy. My Cathy. Oh, I'm your Cathy? Yes. Am I to take orders from you? A dirty stable boy. Allow you to select what dresses I shall wear and bow humbly to your horrible, wretched tempest. Cathy, where's your heart? You had the chance to be something else. You left here once. Why didn't you stay away? Now leave me alone. That's right. That's right. The dirty stable boy can't come near you, lest he soil your dress. But who soils your heart? Who turns you into a cheap, vain, ambitious fool? Linton does! You let yourself be loved by him because you want to be a fine lady. Because it pleases your stupid, greedy vanity. Stop it. Thief or beggar is all you were born to be. Kneeling beside the road, begging for favours. Not earning them, but whimpering for them with dirty hands. I see. All I am to you now is a pair of dirty hands. Well, have them then. <laughs> have them where they belong. How dare you? How dare you? No. It doesn't help to strike you. Well, Heathcliff, I'll thank you to stay out of my kitchen. Is... is Cathy still with him? Yes, she is. What's the matter with you? What are you staring at? I... I want to crawl to her feet, whimper to be forgiven for loving her, for needing her more than my own life. 
for belonging to her more than my own soul. I want to beg for a smile. I don't care if she loves Linton, or whom she loves. If only she'll look at me and say my name. Oh, Heathcliff, you... Ellen! Ellen! She's coming now. Get out, Heathcliff. I'll wait outside the door. No, you can't. I want to be where I can see her and hear her. Heathcliff! Ellen, where are you? Oh, here you are. Yes. Yes, Miss Cathy. Has Mr. Linton gone? He just left. Oh, Ellen, I have some wonderful news for you. Well, the kitchen's no place for that dress. Come inside. No, no, listen. Edgar has asked me to marry him. What did you say? Well, I'm to give him my answer tomorrow. Cathy, do you love him? Of course. Why? Now, isn't that a silly question? Because he's handsome and uh, pleasant to be with? Not enough. Well, then, because he'll be rich some day and I'll be the finest lady in the county. Oh, Ellen, it would be heaven to escape from here. What about Heathcliff? Heathcliff. Ellen, you know he gets worse every day. It would degrade me to marry him. I wish he'd never come back. What, what was that? I think... Oh, nothing. The wind, perhaps. Well, my darling, if Master Edgar and his beautiful home mean heaven to you, you'd better enter that heaven and take your place among the Linton angels. The only thing is, I wonder if I belong in heaven. I dreamed once I was there. And I broke my heart with weeping to come back to earth. To the bleak moors. I awoke sobbing with joy on top of Wuthering Heights. And so you see, Ellen, I... I suppose I've really no more business marrying Edgar Linton than I'd have in heaven. But oh, Ellen, what can I do? You're thinking of Heathcliff? Who else? He's sunk so low. He seems to take pleasure in being mean and brutal, and yet, yet he... He's more myself than I am. Whatever our souls are made of, his and mine all the same. And everything he's suffered, I've suffered too. The little... Happiness he's known, I've known. If everything else in the world died, and only Heathcliff remains, life would still be full for me.
Who was that? Ellen, I heard... Miss Cathy! Miss Cathy! Yes, Joseph? Ecliff's taken Master Inley's best horse and he's gone! Gone? Ellen, did he hear what I said? Yes, Miss Cathy. How much did he hear? Oh, I'm not sure. But I think to where you said it would degrade you to marry him. No. Heathcliff? Heathcliff, come back. Come back, Heathcliff! You've been listening to Wuthering Heights, originally adapted by Lux Radio Theater and revived by Dream Realm Enterprises, especially for the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse and Dream Realm's new range, Showcase Classics. Our cast and order of appearance include John Bell as announcer, Cecil B. DeMille and Lockwood, Carl Werner as Heathcliff, Mendy Rast Keenan as Isabella, Marisha Tapera as Ellen, Alexa Chipman as Kathy, Kareem Confley as Earnshaw, Rachel Pulliam as Young Heathcliff, Emily Smith as Young Kathy, Gabriel Harris as Young Hindley, David Alt as Hindley, Pete Lutz as Edgar Linton, John Lingard as Joseph, Jerry Kokich as Dr. Kenneth, and Alex Gilmore as a servant. Wuthering Heights was directed and produced for Dream Realm Enterprises by Rachel Pulliam. All sound effects were provided by freesound.org and instrumental music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Special thanks to Jonathan Patrick Russell, Shane Harris, Alexa Chipman, and John Bell for going the extra mile to make this production a reality. <laughs>